welcome to Take a Shot with Amem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Amem Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to today's episode, I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you're not, well, then you already know the drill. I am sending that your way right about now. Well, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well as always. As always, I hope that you're in good spirits. I know that we are in crazy uncertain times right now, but I hope things have gotten better. I hope that you have been able to get through the the good times, the bad times, and I hope that you're keeping your spirits lifted. Today, I wanted to share with you my journey of how I learned to hear from God. I realized that I have shared a lot in my episodes. I talk a lot about God telling me things or me hearing from God. And I realized I never really shared my journey of how I came to hear from God in the first place. And I thought that it might be helpful to you. So I wanted to share that with you today. So here we go. As some of you may know, um, I've shared this a little bit before, but I'm going to share it again and I'm probably going to keep sharing it. There was a time in my life when I could literally not sleep. Um, There was a time in my life where I went months without sleeping and uh, it was was really honestly one of the probably the worst time ever that I've ever had in my entire life. I went months without sleeping. And when I say without sleeping, I mean, I could not sleep. I remember I felt like I was seeing things. Uh, I would be in class because I hadn't slept. I'd be in class. I'd be taking a test. This was during my like undergrad year. I'd be in class. I'd be taking a test. So it'd be dead silent with all the other students in the class because obviously we're taking a test. And I would literally hear loud screams. I'd look around. Everyone was focused on their test. Nobody was screaming, but I was hearing screams. So I literally felt like I was going crazy at the time. And I remember my mom um, called me and she was like, I had a dream that you were dead. I saw you dead in my dream. And she wasn't that far off because my friends would literally touch my shoulder and I'd be so weak from a touch that it literally felt like a touch was like 10 pounds of something weighing on me. I literally was about to fall over with just her touching my hand, my shoulder. Um, so I realized like if not sleeping didn't kill me, I was going to end up taking my own life um, because it was literally hell on earth. So it was a really, really hard time. The hardest time I've ever gone through in my entire life. And I remember one Sunday morning, I hadn't slept again and I was laying in bed and I just was so tired. I was so exhausted and I was trying and I was forcing myself to go to sleep. And I remember my friend at the time, she called me and, you know, she said, I really think you should come to church with me. And I was like, girl, nah, not right now. I'm trying to sleep. I don't even know if I have the energy to get up and put clothes on, much less, you know, go to a church and sit through the whole thing. I just didn't have the whole energy to do that. And then she said to me, you know, I really think that you need to come. 
and um, I think it'll be good for you. And so I was like, all right, what could it hurt? So I mustered up some strength and I got up, put some clothes on and I went to church. And at this church, um, the pastor, she was preaching and in the middle of her sermon, she stopped and she said, there's someone here, you haven't been sleeping and kind of like detailed what I'd been going through at night. You've been staring at the walls, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at my friend and I was like, did you tell her? Did you tell her that I wasn't sleeping? And she said, no. And I was like, what? You didn't tell her? Now, let me pause and say, I grew up in church my whole life. So I was pretty familiar with the church, but I also grew up in religion. So I was tired and I was tired of religion. And when I say religion, I mean like it felt like God was a mean guy in the sky and he had a lot of rules. And if you didn't follow those rules, you were going to hell. And I was tired of dealing with that. So when I left my home and I went to college, I distanced myself from everything God. I distanced myself from, I just didn't want anything to do with it because it was a lot of rules and a lot of, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. If you don't do that, you're going to hell. And I was like, listen, I'm tired. I just, I'm not doing that anymore. So this was the first time in my life that I had heard that, first of all, somebody could hear from God about my life and that God actually knew what was going on in my life and cared about what was going on in my life. I didn't really know that. I just felt like he was a guy in the sky. We had to worship him. And if we didn't, we were going to hell for it. And so at the end of church, I went to the pastor and I said, I'm the person you were talking about. And she ended up praying for me. And after that, I was really curious. And because I, again, I'd never experienced anything like that. So I just kept going. And I ended up going to that church for about seven to eight years, best best, most pivotal, and some of the best times of my life. It was hard as far as some of the things that I went through personally, but just being a part of that church community, I never knew I could be a part of a church community that where people loved and cared genuinely about you as a person, um, that you weren't just a number, but you know, I was loved by every person in the church. It was honestly the best times that I've ever had at a church. And so Anyway, but I did end up going there seven to eight years. And I did that because I was just curious. And the more I went to church, the more I, they would speak to me about what God was saying to me over and over again. And a lot of the times what they would speak to me was things I never told anyone, like things that I literally never told a single soul. They would hear from God and they would tell me. And I'm like, how? It, oh, so many times I was like, like, how do you know that? I never told anyone that. And so the more that I kept going there, the more I was like, I want to hear from God like that. Like, that is amazing. And I didn't know God cared about me so much. And he was in my business like this. And he was in my situation like this. And so I, again, like I said, I stayed there for seven to eight years because I just wanted to learn. So that began my journey of hearing from God. I would go to church regularly. And then when I went home, I would spend time personally with God. And really, that was where spending time personally with God really, really helped and was foundational in me learning how to hear from him. Going home, taking my Bible, reading it and reading it to understand who he was, worshiping, all of that helped me become familiar with who God was. But it wasn't always smooth sailing. So even though I would do those things, the one thing that I struggled with 
was actually believing that he wanted to speak to me. And so that's the one thing that when people talk about hearing from God, the one thing I want to emphasize is God speaks all the time and God speaks to everyone, everyone. God speaks to everyone. But the thing is, first of all, you have to believe that you can hear him and that he speaks to you. That's the first thing. If you're doubting or if you don't think that God speaks to you for whatever odd reason, then you're not going to be able to hear him. Or even if you are, you're going to continuously doubt that it is him speaking to you because you have it in your mind already that he's not speaking. So the first thing is just having faith and believing. There's a scripture that talks about my sheep know my voice. If you belong to him, you know his voice. And so there, there is that faith element to hearing God's voice, knowing that he does speak because he speaks all the time. And then the second foundational part, like I mentioned before, is spending time with him. Listen, like when you are, when you are in close relationship with someone, whether that's family, loved ones, friends, when you are close to someone, the more you know them, the more you're able to identify what their voice is. There is no member of my family, of my immediate family that speaks and I wouldn't be able to recognize their voice. I don't have to see their face to know uh, that's my brother or that's my sister or that's my dad or that's my mom. I know their voice because I've lived my whole life with them. They're my family and we're close. So the same thing with God. The more time you spend with him, the more clear his voice becomes to you. And so oftentimes that is the starting place of hearing his voice. The more time you spend with him, the more time that you open up the Bible and you read it and you ask him, let me just clarify this, you ask him to reveal himself to you while you're reading it because a lot of people have picked up the Bible and interpreted it and twisted it for their own agenda uh, and used the Bible as evidence for their own twisted agenda. But when you pick up the Bible, you ask God, show me who you are through this, these words, like, let me know you more through what you're writing through these words in this Bible, you get to know him more. And so you get to know his personality, you get to know him. And so the more you get to know him, the more you'll be able to start recognizing what's his voice. Are you going to get it perfectly all the time? No, it's a relationship. You're learning. Just like any relationship where you first start out, you're learning the person, you're learning the voice, you're learning about them. So you're not always going to get it perfectly all the time. But the more time you spend with God, the more clear you, his voice is going to be to you. And that's exactly how it was for me. Um, the more time I spent with God, the more clear his voice was to me. The more time I went to church and just fo was focused on growing spiritually, the more I learned what his voice was. Again, not perfectly. There were times where I didn't get it right. And there were times, like I said, like I doubted heavily. I didn't believe that I actually heard his voice for a long time. But again, I had to go back to that place where he said, my sheep know my voice. Like if you belong to God, you know his voice. You know it. Again, he speaks to everyone. But if you belong to him, you know his voice. So I would just say if you're in a place where you're like, I would like to hear God's voice more or I don't really hear his voice. Then, you know, first of all, what are you saying? Or what are you confessing? Like, are you saying, I don't really hear God. So stop saying that. The word says, my sheep know my voice. So you know his voice. You need to start confessing that. And then secondly, I would ask you, are you spending time with God consistently? Right? So 
Did you start spending time with God and then stop? Because again, you have to consistently, in order to get to know someone and recognize their voice and know them intimately and build this relationship with them, you have to spend time with them, quality time, just like any other relationship. Same it is with God. You have to spend quality time. So that means picking up your Bible, reading it, asking him for more wisdom and understanding and insight to what you're reading so that you're learning about him and not just what people have shoved down your brains about who they think God is. So that was, that's been my journey so far. Um, and that's how I have learned to hear from God. The more I spend time with him, the more clear his voice becomes to me. And then the last thing I do want to say is one of the reasons that I doubted and I thought I couldn't hear God's voice was because I expected him to sound like Morgan Freeman. Like I expected him to sound like the movies, like how they portray him in the movies, but he doesn't sound like that. He has a way of speaking to everyone. Like I said, the more time you spend with him, the more you'll be able to recognize when he's speaking to you. Some people call it a still small voice. Some people call it instinct. You'll be able to recognize when God is speaking to you because you've had that time with him. And so you'll know what his voice sounds like. Uh, And then also ask him, ask him, listen, y'all, I know we live in this world where everyone, you know, wants to throw away thoughts and prayers, but prayer has literally saved my life. I would not be where I am today and who I am today without praying. I have gotten through my entire life. I am who I am because of prayers, whether it be prayers of my parents, prayers of my grandparents, prayers have gotten me through. So when people want to throw away prayers, mm -mm, no ma'am, prayers have literally saved my life. And so it's a real thing. Um, If you want God to, if you want to be able to hear him more, ask, just ask. So again, I just want to remind you, remember, have faith, believe that you can hear from him because he speaks to everybody. And then secondly, spend more time with him. Be intentional about your time with him. You're building a relationship with someone and you need to be able to know who they are. You need to be able to know who he is. And the more you spend time with him and the more you learn about him, the more familiar you become with his voice. And then also know that gauge where you are in your expectations of what he sounds like. He's not, doesn't sound like Morgan Freeman, but he has his specific way of speaking to you and you'll be able to recognize that the more time you spend with him. So yeah, that's my two cents on that, y'all. I'm still learning. There's sometimes I get it right and sometimes I don't. But the more time that I've spent with him over the years, the more his voice has has become clear to me. So I don't know, y'all. I just I just felt like I should share this with you and I hope that it's helpful to you. If it is, I'd love to hear all about it or I'd love to hear your journey um, in hearing God. As always, I am on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter at Emma. Also, you can email me at takeashotpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode or you enjoyed this podcast in general, then I definitely invite you to subscribe, rate, and review. When you do that, it just lets others know that this podcast does exist. As always, I love you. I appreciate you. And I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye, guys. When you don't even listen to my songs Think you use my innocence against me Don't you stress me Why you getting mad with my opinion Seems that you are blinded to my vision 
But you don't really care about what I'm 